friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. We are delighted to have you. I am your host, David. And I'm Philip. And I'm so excited to be here. It shows. In the same place that I am every week, obviously, to record this podcast. Uh, yes, as we both are. Do you think one day we'll have a studio, Phil? Like a, an actual studio together? I don't think I know. One day we will have the powwow <laughs> studio. There will be a Pow live wow studio. There will be an electronic yeah. campfire in the middle. Yes. Mm. Ele- electronic campfire. Fantastic. Yeah. But in the beginning, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be cheap. And so it'll have those like air flames, you know, where the, the, oh, the yeah, wind yeah. blows underneath the pile of, 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 of logs, the little pieces of tarp, Flap, flappy things. Flapping. Yeah. Yes. With the wind. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually maybe we'll upgrade. Listen, look, I hope as, as fun as that is, I need you to make a issue a public apology, Phil. Do I don't I? know if we've done, have we covered this already? We may, might have, but it's still written in my notes and I don't remember talking about it. I looked it up, Phil, several weeks ago, you, you implied, or you didn't imply, you said that uh, Tokyo Drift was not a part <laughs> of the the Fast and Furious official chronology, like the official one, two, three, four, right? The sequence of movies. You said it was like a side, like a, uh, in the universe, but it wasn't part of the original series it is in fact the official third movie do you regret your words phil do you uh so whenever they come back for what uh so too fast too furious is the sequel whenever they come back uh with the chronological movie after tokyo drift the movie that they chose was like fast and furious 4 yeah they didn't call it that it was called like i think the the original movie is called the fast and the furious and then I think the fourth one is called Fast and Furious, but it is the fourth one because the one after that is Fast Five. Fast Five. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. And well, then after that is like Furious Six or something. I, 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 I will I don't say know. It's I such apologize nonsense. for being factually incorrect. We do like facts around here, and I, I will adhere to them. If that is the case, then I, I will say I apologize, even though I think it's widely known within the audience's purview of the Fast and Furious franchise that Tokyo Drift is more likely to be forgotten by both the audience and the and the studios that make the Fast and Furious franchise more often than not. But I, I stand corrected. I sit corrected today. I am wrong. I, I humbly hope you accept my apology. F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. N is for any dime and any dime at all down here in my big booty. All right. If I change the lyrics, <laughs> uh, if I change the lyrics, then we can't get copyright notice. And I sang it. That's that's how I believe it. Yeah. The copyright law yeah. works. That's, I'm with that, you. I'm with you. That'll stand on trial. But back to the F, because F is for friends who do things together. There are different types of friends who do things together, but for our purposes, we're just talking about <laughs> plain old friendship. Maybe we'll do a, another episode later on down the line about other things to be done, but friendship is what brought us here together on the podcast today, David. We've it got is. a lot to dis- discuss in not a lot of time. First off, I guess, what does friendship mean to you, if not defined by Webster? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I will say I will say it in this way. I think it's maybe a little bit different, but 
I think that someone becomes a friend to me rather than an acquaintance once I share a secret with them. Once I feel like, or feel like I can share a secret with them and there's that interchange of like something personal, that's when, when someone goes from being someone I know and I'm like cool with to someone I actually consider to be my friend. Even if it's like a small secret, it doesn't have to be like, I killed a man last summer. Which, with uh, my bear. Which may or summer. may not be true. You know, it could be something small, like, you know, I, I like I like to be tickled in my lower back. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you're not, but you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> sure. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but for, uh, for my definition of friendship, of course, it is defined. There's actually not a, a good definition on, on uh, old Miriam here. Go on. Check, check this out. A relationship between friends. Woo. The emotion or conduct of friends, the state of being friends. So you can't Miriam, use the root word in the definition of the word. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It's wumbo. That's like defining chimney sweeper as someone who sweeps chimneys. Like obviously. Yes. Or absolutely painful. The feeling of pain. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, that one's true. That one's good. I would define it as this. For me, you are my friend. If one. We have a good time together. That's like, that's number one. But of course, that can be anybody. Two, you, I can tell that you care as much as I care. Because I usually take my cue off the other person. Some people I don't care about, even if they want to be friends. Understandable. But if they care as much as I care, if there's a mutual caring level that must be met at the same time, then that that means friendship. Because there's a lot of times I think the word friend is loosely thrown out there just because you're friendly. And you go about having fun and you even hang out a lot. But that doesn't qualify as friendship to me. I think that there has to be that next level of, oh, I know something about you that's beyond what I could find on Facebook. Even if it's something as simple as I know your favorite color. Even if it's something that allows you to get somebody a gift that is above a gift card. Something that you know is specialized that they would like. That is what makes you a friend more so than just being friendly with another person. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's move along. I will start first. What is a test for you, David, that enables you to figure out that you are a friend with another person? The friendship test. For me, it boils down to this, and I hope that we don't have the same one. For me, one, you're on the verge if, if you can ask them that they would help you move. If you feel confident enough to feel comfortable asking them whether or not they would help you move, then you are a burgeoning friend. You are on the cusp of friendship. And two is either if they say yes or or you feel very confident that they would say yes in that event. Because there's some people you say, well, I could ask, but it's just I'm asking everybody in, in my Facebook group. Sure, whatever. But if you feel confident that they would say yes outside of circumstances of, I don't know, grandma's in hospice and you have no idea like what's going to happen outside of like plans that happen. But if you feel confident that they would help you then pack, if, you would, if they would help you then unpack, whatever it may be, they would help you move. That's a good test for me. Yeah. What's a good test sure. for you? I, I, I think that's that's a good one. I think that that point where you feel like you can ask for something and it's not even if that something might be a little bit like awkward or annoying or or tiresome or boring, you can ask you feel comfortable enough to ask that. Sure. 
Um, I had another idea, and it's escaped me all of a sudden because my brain is like a. As we found out, you have short-term memory sieve. loss. Last yes, week. that is true. I was not lying last week when I said I have short-term <laughs> auditory memory, and and it really is amazing. ADD comes in many forms, and that is one of my unfortunate symptoms. Oh yes, this is this is a good one for me. If I I, I feel that I'm I'm at friend level with someone, if I have reached out to that person to spend time with them, and then on a separate occasion that person has reached out to me. To spend time with me. So when there is that equal sort of desire to spend time with one another, I, I feel like that person is my friend. That, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people too, and maybe this is best friendship? I I don't know. I'm curious how you feel about it. I, I'd, I'd have to think about it for a second. But I think a, a test that has been somewhat universal is if you were in jail, who would your one call be if not for family? Le- no. Not my mom. Yeah. Not my mom. Would my your mom, mom let you rot? Never. She, no, she, no, she would obviously be there in a heartbeat if she okay. knew, but she never freaking answers her phone. <laughs> you it's know, like, have you seen you, that we, meme that's like, if you had a gun to your head and you had to call one person, the only thing is they can't pick up. If they pick up, you die. Who are you calling? I call oh. my mom because I almost, I'm almost certain that she won't pick up. Or at least I have the best shot of her not picking up. Uh, if, if the stakes are that high. We have a mutual friend. I, I'd imagine that it would click for you if you don't already know, but who who would certainly fit that bill, who I would feel completely confident in not answering their phone. But anyways, oh, yeah, uh, yeah we'll, we'll get, we'll talk about that off air. Good tests all around. But so, so would you say that that's a test for best friendship on who you would call to bail you out? Or is that just friendship? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think that that's that's something that you really you really need someone you can count on that you know that you know is there, especially um, when you that need they them. Would so have the money or or capability of getting the money. I for mean, you. I mean, that's a different question entirely because the guy I would call it depends where I am. I mean, I have friends all over the world, so sure, it depends where I am. But the guy that I'm thinking of now, who I would call, I'm not going to say who it is. Um, <laughs> just in case they get to him, <laughs> I don't know that he could he could afford bail. I just, it depends how much the bail is, I guess. But yeah, either way. But you would at least trust him to make efforts. But if not him, he could money, get to other people. Money and financials aside, I know who I would call. All right. Now we move along to what was a story. What is a story? For the pleasant surprise or beginning to a blissful friendship that you had or have. Yeah, well, I don't know about blissful friendship, but I, I took this to be uh, a surprising start to a, a sort of friendship. I don't know if I'd call it friendship, but might as well. Sure. Uh, his name is Frank. Oh, Frank. Well, before I moved to L.A., I, I went and visited. everything? I'm sorry, what? Have you never heard of Frank's <laughs> Red Hot? No, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. It's a, and then then it, it, then it will completely go beyond. Yes, yeah, so you, you understand why I was confused when you yes, said that. Yes, I, yes, I do. Yes, yeah, okay. I do. And so I continue. Before I moved to LA, I was visiting, <laughs> and I had gone on a campus tour of AMDA, where I ended up going to school. Just like a hundred meters down from AMDA is the Avalon, which is a famous venue in Hollywood. There's like concerts there, parties, uh, high school proms, whatever. It's a, it's a venue. 
They do lots of things there. All sorts of like high profile events as well. And while I was there, I was visiting. This was about six months before I moved to L.A. There was this event for Toyota. They were launching their Mirai, their hydrogen fuel cell powered car. And they had one parked on the sidewalk, on the Walk of Fame on Vine Street. And I went and looked at it. And there was this guy there who had like a mustache and he had this cowboy hat on. And he's like, he looks like your typical sort of uh, roadie. Essentially, he's the guy who works at Avalon and helps load and unload things. He makes sure like deliveries are good when they arrive like uh, and when i say deliveries i mean like truck full of deliveries and stuff and and like he helps run events i think i don't really know but anyway i got to chatting with him and he's a cool guy he's in his like 60s and then when i moved to la like six eight months later i ran into him again sitting on a chair outside avalon if you if you've frequented hollywood You've probably seen Frank, okay? And, and every single time I'd, I'd walk by, which was usually about like twice a week, he'd be there. During the day, he's there, not at night. And I would talk to him and we would, and he, look, the first time when I when I was living in LA, the first time I saw him, he remembered me from that one little conversation we'd had six months earlier. This random guy. I'm sure he talks to lots of people. He's met lots of famous people, which was pretty cool. So he's telling me all these stories about like celebrities and that happened with them. But yeah, that was a cool, that was a cool friendship. And every time I'd pass him for the three years that I lived in LA and it got rarer and rarer after I moved out of Hollywood, but I still used to see him all the time. And that was fun. That was fun. For me, it would be the story of my best friendship with uh, the, our other friend, David Sampson. I did not like David in the slightest the first time I met him. <laughs> At all. Not not even a little bit. We we joke about it now because I, I, I keep in mind the first time that we met, okay, so me and David Sampson, we were both in youth theater together. And because of our age difference, which is similar to the age difference you and I have, but of course, mm. whenever you're talking two, three years between people. At that age, at that young age, between like 13 to 15, 17 to 15, that age is just, it's two years is so much. Like it yeah, really separates yeah. you between the groups that you hang out with and everything else. So the first couple of times that I hung out with David, of course, I was more of an isolated kid. I, I would be there in the theater group, either working on my lines off to the side, playing games off to the side by myself. Either way, I was just by myself off to the side. That's kind of how I rolled at that young age. David Sampson, of course was isolated by the group <laughs> more than more than by choice. And so he saw another alone person playing games. Of course, David walks on by and says, hey, how you doing? And so I'm there trying to be nice. Hey, how you doing? And so he sits down, plops himself down and, and wants to play games. And there'll be times where I give him my iPhone, or I guess not my iPhone at that time, my iPod, let him play the game by himself. So that way I could just walk away. I, I just did not. And he was very annoying as a kid. It was very annoying to me as, as a as a kid. But this is all to say that that was kidship behavior. We met again later. We did a show together where he was the lead, where he was the star, where he was the main person in the show. I uh, I always have to give him credit for that. And uh, and then I was just some guy in the cast. And he uh, and I, we, we got together uh, really close because through that time I was going through a breakup. And we just, we, we bonded a little bit more during that show. I had more free time. And by the end of that, by the end of that show, we were best friends and it, it's persisted till this time. I don't know when it will end. I'm sure it will. 
<laughs> but uh, but until that day, until that day, we are um, we're best friends, and and it's a it's a beautiful, long lasting relationship that I could have not seen coming the moment it, it inceptionalized. That at its that the point inceptionalized. of inceptionalized. You 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 make up a lot of words, Phil, but uh, they always fascinate me. Yes, uh, inceptionalized. I bet it's there. I bet it's out there. I I would love to I, look it up. That's bullshit. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we don't have the time to look it up right now. Oh, is that... I'm proud of you for it. You know, you're like a modern Shakespeare. I am. Am I going to regret saying that? Never. 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 (laughs) Although he did come up with the word woo, which Migos, I'm sure, love. Woo! Anyways, what is a bad ending to you for a friendship? What was a friendship Mm. that ended badly for you? Well... All the friendships that I, or I don't know about all, but many of the friendships that I've that have ended badly for me have been. There's been something more there than friendships. Um, sure. Either there's someone's had feelings for someone else, or mm. there's been other factors involved. Not going to go into details, but I've had many lost friendships simply because I've moved so many times. So I've like faded, like with most friends that I've had in my life, just because I've moved country or something, which is frustrating. I don't know. This is a tough question. I guess the one that came to mind of a friendship that that was that sort of died because, well, it was an unfortunate end to what I thought was a really good friendship. I realized I I stopped putting effort. There was two people who are like best friends who I was really good friends with as well. I stopped putting effort into them because I realized that I was putting in effort and they really weren't. They uh, kept me around while things were good and then mm. they weren't really there at all uh, in the long term. You know, like they, they I guess it, it, I realized later on that it was kind of superficial and I, I felt like I, I didn't, I wasn't getting back what I was putting in. And I think that's kind of really one of one of the saddest things to realize about someone you considered a close friend or more than one people in this case. I'm not going to name names, of course, but yeah. <laughs> Anonymity for their sake and yours. My bad ending to a friendship. Again, I go to, to childhood because I was young, naive and dumb. Anyways, we went, uh, my mom and I, she had a friend, a work friend who also did nails on the side. So we'd always go to her house like, and she'd give my mom a, a friend discount and I and all that stuff. So, so we were there like at least... At least once a month, sometimes twice a month. Like that was my mom's expenditure. That's what she wanted. That's what she did. Um, and it was just me and my mom. And so we'd go over and I'd hang out. And of course she had a son as well. And her son was a little bit better off than I was. So he always had games. So we played games all the time. But he was always um, he was always like a mama's boy. And that's not to say that mm. I wasn't. But it was it was whiny and obnoxious to a point. Where at first I thought we were friends, like we were really close friends. And then after a while it just became, he he kept telling his mom things about me to be close to his mom. And it was just, it, it wasn't good. Like, oh, he got a hamster one time that really sealed the deal. And he wanted to show it to me. So he let it out and I think put it in a ball, in the ball, whatever. And then it was rolling around and uh, we got called into the other room to talk about something. I don't know, just for fun. And then we went back and the hamster's gone. And so it was time for me to leave. And so I left and then he blamed me to his mom for losing the hamster. And so in retaliation, I stole one of his Game Boy games. 
Uh, but well, it, it just wasn't a good. Justice. It wasn't a good. Yeah, justice. Uh, it wasn't a good friendship. Vigilante justice. <laughs> Vigilante, yes, justice by by the law of of you shouldn't open your mouth. Squealers get welts. You know, whatever. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember that friendship ending. He went to school with me, and we like became enemies almost where it wasn't like we actively sought each other out but it was like we actively sought each other out to avoid each other it was like oh there's austin all right i better go to the other side all right oh oh yikes uh i just thought of another one actually oh yeah but uh i'm not sure if i should say it i need to convince me do it see here's the thing it's therapeutic what we do here okay all right it's not for them it's for us i had this friend who one of those i think we all know a person at least one person like this just like a compulsive liar, which uh, is hard to deal with. And I <laughs> reported him for plagiarism ah. because it was he like there was plagiarism. So I reported him. I didn't think that was right. And then someone else, another like a mutual acquaintance told him that it was me who reported him. And uh, he put his uh, from that point on, uh, he hated me, refused to be my friend. And from that point on, uh, he put his lies to good use and started started spreading lies about me. Ah, I see. Uh, so that was a bad ending to a friendship. Well, you know what else is a bad ending? Me putting this as the last thing for us to talk about. No, no. How dare you? I, I have several questions for you. Oh! Okay, go ahead. Surprise questions. Yes, I love um, it. And we'll try to make this quick fire. Otherwise, we're going to okay. run up the clock here. Yes. Have you ever gotten to a place with a guy friend that you have no qualms about seeing them naked? No. <laughs> no? No. You're, just... you're going to have qualms always. Yeah, not my, not my cup of tea. Not my cup of okay. tea. I mean, not like you have to do anything. I'm just like... No, you know, no. I And, and I... Yeah, don't want to see that. No, not not in the slightest. Like even okay. at least briefs or something, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. What uh, can I? Yeah, <laughs> how, how can I help you today? Funny. Have you ever punched or slapped a friend? Oh yeah, yeah. I kick. I <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but <laughs> I have a <clears throat> a gif of me kicking David in the balls because he lost a bet. <laughs> But he, or I should, I should say this for my own integrity. He had the choice. He had the choice because I so desperately wanted to slap him in the face that when we made the bet, I said, at the end of this, should you lose, you have the choice of me slapping you in the face or kicking you in the balls. And he chose me kicking him in the balls. That's what he wanted. That's so weird, man. Yes. Why would you choose David? Why would you choose that? That is ridiculous. I, I, I got to send All you right. that gift um, after this. Anyways, I'm sorry. Continue. Have you ever betrayed the bro code? Of uh, is, is the bro code simply uh, peeing on a, on another fire hydrant? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. There's many aspects of the bro code. I, you know, I like, think I think I have violated the bro code once. If in all of its encompassing code, I think I I have once. Okay. Have you ever been attracted to a close family member of a friend of yours? Uh, a mom or a sister? Or yeah. A, yeah. 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 Okay. Has a prank on a friend ever gone too far? Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. Recently. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. That, geez, that, that, it might take a while for the context of this, but okay. So I have a friend 
God, this is awful. Um, that I feel incredibly guilty for, and we still haven't talked recently. But uh, she's a she's a friend, and she's and she's like very she's full of life. And so, anyways, I see her as like I I I'm friends with her, but she has like a family and everything. And so, anyways, that comes into context later because I every time I was in her area of uh, of town, I just happened to have these extra candy canes. And I thought to myself, you know what? It's been a while since I've, I've uh, done anything or talked with this person. Why don't I do something funny to, to like, you know, let her, Hey, you know, it's, it's, I'm still thinking of you, but like, it's kind of funny cause it's so obnoxious and weird. So every time I was in this person's side of town, I would just stop by and hang a candy cane on this person's door. And and long story short, I didn't take into consideration that this person's married and has kids. And so they, oh, no. so they were worried about the kids and thinking that it was some sort of message oh, no. that the kids were being watched and all this stuff. And oh, God. it went to a point where they had to get like a ring doorbell. It's like really, it, it really went completely out of hand. And I just didn't think of it. I just didn't think it through. And again, like I said, I was doing it to just because I was thinking of the person that I'm like friends with as opposed to like the everybody else. Cause I, I, I don't know. I just, I, right. Uh, right. It was just a poor, poor choice, but oh, it, it was sure. awful. It was awful. Okay. Uh, last couple here. Have you ever used a friend? Could be for something small, you know, using a friend to, to buy weed for you or <laughs> I don't know. Oh, um, man, or, that... or it could be like you used a friend in a horrible manipulative way, but I don't think that sounds like you. So no, not in that way. It's hard because I think I usually have like acquaintances that I use for like a resource or whatever, but it, it's like that, like it's, it's well known that that's kind of like our, our thing, I think. So I probably would say yes, but again, it's, it's not towards anything malicious. Like you said, it'd be like, Hey, can I use you as a reference or can I use you to, like you said, attain okay. something? Yeah. Well, that answer is horribly boring. So let's move on. Agreed. Have you ever gotten a friend out of a sticky situation? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yes. And that, uh, how do I, uh, so I, I keep thinking of certain people, so I guess I'll go with this one. There was a person who was leaving the next day to go out of town for, like, college. Yeah. and uh, I know this story. <laughs> you know this story. And, uh, I think so. Th- and this person got incredibly, incredibly drunk uh, the night before, yeah. and I was at there. And, of course, I don't drink. And so here it is, like, the person has to leave it, like, I don't even freaking know. I think it was, like, 9 in the morning, and here we are, 3 in the morning, the person is unpacked and drunk beyond recognition. Me and the host person for that party drive uh, this person's car and my car to their house. I drive both me and the host back, and that person had to pack. That person had to get ready. I eventually met them back at the the airport, but it was... If it wasn't for me, that person would have missed their flight, and it, it would have been detrimental to their college career, so... Uh, that, sure, that would be yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. And with that, we move on. And our mini segment of the week is Would You? In this uh, segment, we each come up with a Would You question for the other. And this week, mine truly does. David! What? 
What is what something's biting me? <laughs> Would you <laughs> stop stop it. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was I was in the I middle know, of explaining. I, I couldn't break your intro, but once you finished everything, I, I it was my obligatory duty. To <laughs> Okay, uh, well, continue, please. You were doing uh, a beautiful we're job. We're each going to have a would you question for the other, and uh, I'm going to go with a related to our main topic topic. And this one is, if your best friend asked you, sincerely asked you, to do something illegal Ooh. to save his or her ass, would you do it? And I want you to think along the lines of, like, switching seats quickly after being pulled over uh, on the road by a cop or something. And don't worry, no law enforcement is listening currently. Oh yeah, and it's all hypothetical. All hypothetical. So um, it depends on whether or not I would suffer the consequences they would have. Right, but like I mean, if they like, for example, if they didn't have a license, their consequences uh-huh. for being pulled over for whatever would be oh, dire. Whereas you might face a fine or something. As opposed, yeah, which they might pay you back for. But right, you know. I'm thinking here that they got a DUI or, or I don't know why they would. I don't know why, because um, I I would be driving anyways. <laughs> or, but. or yeah, if they're if they're drunk and you're not, yeah, because you don't drink, as you've said. But would I? It depends on the severity. I'll say that. But yes, I would. Yes, I would. If it's like if I have to hide the murder tool, you better. I mean, I I, I think it would depend on like who you murdered. Like if it's somebody who did something horrendous. <laughs> no, because here's the, if if it was somebody who did something horrendous, like undecimately evil to his like sister i could understand i could un- i would be sure. like you know what i if i just look the other way i can at least feign ignorance at some point maybe but if it's just general yeah. run of the mill just you might say you might say no officer i didn't see yes, anything absolutely would you yeah i think again it depends on the circumstances it depends if it's like switching seats for example like if i feel like we can do it realistically without getting caught then potentially it depends on like again if i'm gonna face the same right. consequences i i don't know I, I i would i would say maybe maybe well i too went along for the theme and but i went to a different aspect i went further would you go on a stand and lie for a friend to keep them from going to jail? Ah, wow. Perjury. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd say this. I might, I think I would, I don't know about lie. Lie is so, so tough. Dep- again, I suppose it depends on what for, what they what they did or what they let's, didn't let's do. Assume, let's assume for now. Well, I assume they. Let's assume it's just like a traffic violation. Like they would go to jail for, for just running a red light. And it's like their last one or something. Jail time for running a red light. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can you believe it? Uh, well, okay. I, I I take your point. I take your point. Um, yeah, potentially. Or maybe I would just like sort of bend the truth. I, I, I find that I do that sometimes where I feel like I really hate, I don't like lying. So I might like tell the truth in a creative way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What, yeah something what, like that. Would it, maybe. would it matter if it was your best friend? Yeah, I guess I guess with best friend, I would be more likely to twist that truth even further. Maybe you might even call it a lie. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> and finally, judge. Finally, what if objection? What if it was murder? <laughs> oh, again, it depends who they killed and what why. What if it's an unintentional but, kill? Uh, like they just they were on their phone and. Well, that to me is like I don't I don't have a lot of sympathy for that. 
being on your phone, I find that that's yeah, you're you're going to jail for manslaughter, rightly so. Okay. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, but again, like you said, if it's the person did something obscene to to that person or or their family or whatever, then uh, maybe I would be uh, more sympathetic. All right. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. <laughs> uh, Tim, if you're listening, that one is for you. <laughs> yes, we. that is one of our buddies, one of our mutual buddies. And it comes along to our once more topic of top three buddy movies as defined by me and you. What is your number three top rated buddy movie David. And number three, I put The Fox and the Hound. Oh, that's good. That is good. And, you know, I think it's kind of like the ultimate kids friend movie. That's and a really I, good it's one. very close to my heart. The Fox and the Hound. Yeah. For me, I got 21 Jump Street. 21st Jump Street. Oh, yeah. Good. I like it. I like it. Yeah. My name is Jeff. What's your number two? My number, <laughs> my number two is, is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. This one could be oh. argued that it's more of a father to son one, but I just like the relationships between yeah. between all the... I, I The first one and the second one. The first one feels more introductory, whereas the second one seems to be more relationship-based. So yes. I, I enjoyed... 100%. Like, they're already a team yes. in the second so one. I, like, they already know each other well. So I like yeah. the second one. Uh, first one's good, too, though. David? The Road to El Dorado. Ah, on the trail. I know it's another. Yeah, I know it's another animated one, but I'm not apologizing for that. That movie is so good, and it even has that song. Friends never say goodbye. goodbye. Yes, absolutely. And that song is so and good. And it's a brave movie to have a blowy in the middle of it. <laughs> I know. I know. It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that movie's so good. I love that movie. And and I like the relationship that the that Miguel and Tulio have is like the relationship between me and my cousin. So it is it, it is top notch. All right, here we go. What a great, great movie. Honorable mention. Honorable mention? Sure. Yeah, let's do honorable mentions first. I got uh I got American Pie. That one's good. That one's good. Did you like the yeah. subsequent sequels? Only the ones with the original okay. cast. Yeah, n- none of the, uh, like, Beta House, or those ones were just stupid. Uh, for me, I got Ted. Ted was an honorable mention. I thought it was very good. I never actually yeah. saw Ted 2, though. I didn't I didn't hear good things. Yeah, yeah. Top number one overall buddy film. Oh, I had one more, oh, one more honorable ahead. mention. Love Rosie. Love Rosie. It's a story of two friends who are friends for life until they eventually end up together. Fair enough. Good movie. Fair enough. All right, go ahead. Your top number one overall. You know... <laughs> I had planned to take this off my list and put it in the honorable mentions, and I forgot. So here it is. This is not a friend movie, really. It's more what to do if your friends betray you. (laughs) So it is The Count of Monte Cristo. It is pretty much my all-time favorite movie. And it is about friends, kind of friends who who betray you, and then you set out on a revenge quest that lasts (laughs) decades uh (laughs) but it is a fantastic movie and friend friendships sprout along the way with the priest in the prison and Uh and jacopo um the pirate (laughs) there's friendships all throughout that movie so the count of monte cristo that's the most (laughs) sweeney todd's about friendship (laughs) bullshit i've ever heard (laughs) 
He sings a song called My Friends. Yeah, I, I, I get it. All right. Either way. Um, mine is a traditional buddy film. <laughs> it's book smart. <laughs> I really thought that it was fantastic. It's hilarious. Oh, that was good. And one. I think that it's a better one. version of, of Superbad. Superbad is, is slowly starting to age. Yeah. Uh, well, worse and worse as we yeah. get along. Did you see? Did you see Good Boys? I did. I wasn't as I wasn't as fond of it. I liked All Good right. Boys. That was All right. fun. Yeah, yeah, a little while. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Booksmart was was very good and a, a fantastic directorial debut for Olivia yes. Wilde. Once more. <laughs> Shut up. Ah. Oh no, David. Oh. Hoffman, <laughs> you you really can't do this to me. You can't keep doing this to me, man. Somebody, Stop. somebody's gonna play with me. Oh, oh, oh no! It's the time of the game, and for this week, we're bringing on. Since the topic was friendship, we have to bring on somebody to thank them for being a friend because they are the biggest golden girl out there. My favorite, my best friend, Hoffman's, Hoffman's, uh, I don't know how you want to clarify. Acquaintance. Acquaintance. I mean, we, we know each other kind of. Yeah, just just uh, for momentary. <laughs> yeah, you guys have, have done things, whatever. It's David Sampson, everybody. David Sampson, welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. Oh, what's up, guys? Yes, I hope your ears have been burning as you have been talked about much throughout this podcast, both in name and in mention. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I've heard. You yeah. know, we have in the pot in the past maybe bleeped out some uh, some stuff. Yes, uh, when when. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I joke, obviously. Uh, David Sampson is also a very wonderful friend of mine. We even lived together for a time. Wait, that, oh, wait, who's that? wait, Philip? Who's this guy? Yeah, that's uh, David Hoffman. <laughs> Hoffman. Yeah. Oh, nice to meet you, buddy. Yeah. Glad to be nice. on. No, me and Dave, <laughs> me and David. Well, I've lived with Sampson. I've lived with Hoffman. No, actually, I haven't lived, lived with me. No. <laughs> we have not lived together. <laughs> I mean, not that I know of. Well, you um, weren't aware of it. I was sleeping underneath in the <laughs> little Harry Potter niche. It's not worth talking about. But what is worth talking about is this week's game after we get two, three questions. Now, Samson, mm-hmm. I am going to only get one question since I both know you in all the ways possible to know a person, and Hoffman doesn't know you that well as you two are Mm. merely acquaintances, so he will get to (laughs) ask you two questions. I will ask you one. Hoffman, why don't you start by asking David your question? Uh, If you could be any animal in the world for a year, what would you be? I would definitely be a tiger, most definitely. I can vouch for this. Yes, those are my favorite animal. They're they're freaking beasts, man. Would that be with the animal print on your on your blanket, or with the animal print <laughs> on your loins? Which which animal print would you say signified your love for tigers more? You know, I, I will say it's a bit of both. I have it on my loins and on my blankets. Um, mm. It actually started because my mom she. Uh, that's not she, a good. That's not a good. Story. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I know. Listen, the, here's the thing. People will look at when they come into my room and they see the uh, and look tiger. At your loins? No, no, that, they don't look at my loins just yet. That's 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 for later. <laughs> I mean, they might. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, they might. They might. But when they walk in and they see tiger print on the bed, their instinctual something inside them is just going to say to themselves, "Man, that guy's a beast in bed." And but basically, Children, my mom. If you're she, listening. Now would be the time to tune out. It's bedtime. Go to bed. 
Yes. Go to bed. But not in. But yeah, my mom got it for me when I was a kid. <laughs> just because it was my favorite she animal. Knew. Yeah, I bet the she, she knew. One day. She knew instinctually. She knew. She was like, "This, this fits." That was the message um, she wanted for her little David baby to say, "You know yes. what? He's going to be a tiger in bed." So therefore, Merry Christmas to you, my baby son. You, you panther in the in the sack. Good lord! Not not, not a panther. We, we're we're a tiger. All right. But yeah, but ever since then. We have a deal where she will always get me new bed sheets and blankets, but it's always going to be in the tiger print. Whether I like it or not, I've grown out of it. <laughs> Here we are. All right, Samson. My question for you is, which is your favorite memory of me? It's, it's, it's hard to dwindle it down, I know. But if you had to only pick one before you die, you're on your you're on your rent dying Mimi moment. And you get to tell me as you lay in my You're arms. You're on your tiger print deathbed. Yes. Uh, after having, <laughs> my tiger print After an, an incredibly uh, ex- <laughs> exhilarating session. And you're, you're, you're laying down with your final breaths. What is your fa- favorite memory of Philip that pops up <laughs> as you're dying? Oh, gosh. There, there's so many moments that are just good and bad for all the good, best reasons. Maybe, um, maybe not your favorite then, just a favorite. <laughs> A favorite. Oh, man. There was, there was the time where um, this was kind of funny. Well, oh, actually, good. I don't know if I, I could say so. this. I, I, don't know if, I don't know if I could say this. But you remember the, remember the, the one with the, the, the fuel stipend? Yeah, go ahead. Who the hell cares? <laughs> okay. So me and Philip, we were in a show together. We were both the leads of the show. We were not. Um, just to make that clear. We were both outside after rehearsal. This show is where our friendship really grew. But we were just know. talking hanging out and then essentially what happened was we just got you know how you get like so tired and like you start doing crazy things because you're just so tired we started doing that and so you know at some point i don't know how it got here but we had philip he uh he got on top of my family van (laughs) the family van that is my mother's um it's a beautiful car it's got a great personality on the inside almost tiger-like no 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 it's I, I, it looks like it's got eaten by a tiger, really. It's it's pretty bad. Essentially, he got on top of the car, and we're just, you know, hanging out, and I'm acting like I'm going to drive off with him on it. And then all of a sudden, some people from the rehearsal that were, we were just at, rehearsal had just ended, so they came, they came out, and one of them was like, hey, you need to get off of there right now. Me and Philby looked at each other, and we're like, ah, okay. But then the moment that just ruined it for us and changed everything was when she was like, if you don't get off right now, we're going to take away your $30 fuel stipend. And it was like, no, 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 no. Okay, now now we just have to keep going. I mean, for, this was definitely worth a $30 fuel stipend. It was the weakest it, threat I've ever heard yes. in my life. A yeah, fellow yeah. actor in the in the same show, not not a higher yeah, position. Not, not, yeah, not even with authority. It was... <laughs> Just threatening. If you don't get down from there, we as a unit, uh, including herself within the higher ups of the authority within the the theater that we were acting in, we are going to take away your fuel stipend, which amounted to $30, as if that alone was worth the – it was just uh, so obtrusive, so unnecessary authoritarian that it it, it yoked something within me. Anyways – yeah, and so it was in that moment where me and Philip looked at each other, where he was on top of the car, I was in it, I looked up at him, he looked down at me, and we just nodded 
And then we drove off into the sunset as they yelled furiously all the way there. Did not it was happen. a good time. All right, Hoffman, your last your last question. Yeah, uh, speaking of deathbeds, how would you want to die if you got to choose? And and eaten by a tiger or after a tiger-like romp in the sack are not wow. acceptable answers. Not acceptable answers, okay. No, too... You took away his top uh, two. Cliche. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's go with my third option here. Here's the thing. It's it's either, it's kind of like two extremes. I either would want to die like a heroic death where it's like, I like take the bullet for someone. Like I save the day, maybe even save the world. You know, it's just like, like that would be cool. Oh God. Um, But, but (laughs) if that doesn't happen, I would like to die peacefully in my sleep at the ripe age of... 97. David specifically and, said, not in the tiger uh, camo thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, I'll go to, to, to leopard. Maybe that will, maybe that'll be different. Do you think they make By adult then. diapers with tiger print on them? Adult diapers with tiger prints? Uh, well, you said ninety-seven, my friend. <laughs> I mean, if we if we imagine that 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 he's got until he turns eighty before he's going to start wearing diapers, there's plenty of time to have those uh, invented. Yeah, maybe I'll patent it. There we go, and somebody will pat on it. All right, we move along to. Uh, oh God, we <laughs> we move along to it's the a, game. A hundred dollar idea. <laughs> Thank you. Hoffman, why don't you go ahead and explain this week's game since uh, I guess Samson so this, I will claim as my guest. I will I yeah, for sure. I will I will maybe invite you to help me explain this, uh, Phil. Okay. Um so essentially it's a matching game. We've played a matching game on here before, although it uh, wasn't so hot, didn't work very well, so we've kind of updated it. So I'm gonna list off five things. Five on the question side and then five on the answer side. And it'll be down to you guys to match them. All right. Now, Phil, are we going one by one or are we doing all five? Yeah. So the, um, right so what the we're going to do is we have 10 selections total. So we're going to have five uh, spoken out. Me and David have both brought a pen to this contest. All of us have. And so we'll list down the first five and then the second five. And we ourselves will match them accordingly to our preferences, giving the person giving out the list of names, our selections, our pairings. At the end, we will both find out how many we each got right, going to a tiebreaker if necessary. So, Hoffman, would you care to go first and list us uh, the names? Sure. Your five in the left column. All right. Are all foods. You're going to try to match them with the country that they originate from. Okay. Simple enough? Simple enough. So the first one is borscht. borscht. What? Borscht. We're already off to a rousing start. <laughs> this is going to yeah. go so well. I'm sorry. <laughs> How many more times do you want me to say borscht? I really like it when you say it. You have just like a way about you when you <laughs> say it. It doesn't even sound like a food. It sounds like a verb, but go ahead. Ooh. <laughs> Would you like me to spell it or? No, I, I, I think like you to borscht it. I, I think if we right. phonetically spell it Your out next... like a Starbucks employee, we'll get it. <laughs> okay. Uh, your second one is ceviche. Third one is roti. Your fourth one is paella. And your fifth one is couscous. So those are our five on the left column. Da- those are your five foods. David Sampson, have you written down all your left column foods? Uh, yes. All right. I'm ready for the right, as right. is David Sampson. Your countries are Spain, India, Peru, 
Russia, and Algeria. All good? Yes. Is good? Yeah. Keep on waiting, waiting, waiting on the world to change. Oh, I just can't wait for them to be done. I am ready. Are you ready, David Sampson? Uh, one, one second. Oh, man. Okay. No see. Googling. Oh, no, I can't. He can't. He has to remain on his phone. Ah. Oh. Ah. But don't worry, I'm not oh. Googling either. You can hear my clicks. Yes. Um, or like they're up. I like to think you have some integrity, Phil. Yes. Otherwise, this whole podcast is just a waste of time, really. <laughs> Besides, have you have you seen my record? Do you think I'm cheating? <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to make a comeback play. What, what was the, the... How'd you pronounce the last word again? Algeria? No, no, of the foods. <laughs> couscous. Couscous? Couscous? Never heard of couscous. Couscous. Um, Cusco. I think right. I'm ready. Okay, we're going to go one by one. We're going to start with the first food. It was borscht. Phil, what have you got for borscht? I say borscht comes from Russia. Okay. And uh, David, where does borscht come from? <sighs> borscht. That, that's a hard one. Because <sighs> it could be Russian, but that doesn't sound like very... Russian to me. I, I'm gonna have to go with maybe Algeria. Borscht. Okay, I'm going with Borscht. Algeria. Second one, ceviche. David, we're gonna go to you first this time. Where does ceviche come from? You know, I feel like it it comes from um from Spain. And that's my final answer. All right. I agree. It I concur. Spain. Ceviche from Spain. And roti. Phil, we go to you first. Where does roti come from? This is where I locate Algeria. I think roti and Algeria are a match made in heaven. And uh, David? Roti. Uh, that sounds... I didn't say the correct accent. Roti. Well, actually, that wasn't Russian either. Um, but I'm going to go with Russia. There we go. And paella. David, we go to you first this time. Where does paella come from? Oh, paella. Love it. Uh, from Peru. He says Peru. And Phil... Do you concur or do you disagree? I dissent heavily. I believe it is from India. That one feels natural to me. And uh, your last answers. I suppose it doesn't really matter who goes first, but Phil, we'll go to you first. I want. Uh, I was thinking along these lines as, as David Sampson stumbled upon it, so I'm hoping that he... Well, I'm pretty sure he did go differently, but I'm going to go with couscous from Peru because of Cusco. Hmm. Okay, and David. Wow. If only I thought of that sooner. Um, well, you know what? I'm confident in myself and my answers, but this one I was not confident about. It was the roadie and the couscous for me that I was just, I feel like mm. couscous, it just has, I think India. I don't know. I'm probably heavily wrong here, but uh, yeah, I have to you go are. With India. Yes. <laughs> oh, good. And, and we can Actually, can I change my answer real quick? Is that is that okay? No. no. And we say with no? heavy oh. conviction that you are wrong. <laughs> You are, you are both quite wrong in general. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> good. So, yes, yeah. I thought um, I had a high ground to stand upon, but it is merely quicksand. Don't try it. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. Let, let me see uh, here. Let me just tally you all, tally you both up. We keep on waiting, 
waiting, waiting for Hoffman to tally us up. Uh, all right. So, Borscht indeed comes from Russia. Oh. Oh. Yes. 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 No. And uh, ceviche, uh, we had two Spanish-speaking countries here. You were right in that it is a Spanish-speaking country dish, but it unfortunately comes from Peru, not oh. Spain. So you were both wrong. Roti comes from India. Phil, you said Algeria. David, you said Russia. Paella. You guys really should have asked me to... I I offered to spell these, and uh, you turned me down. I think there would have been some clues if uh, if you had asked me if I had gotten the chance to spell them. So, paella comes from Spain. Phil, you said India. David, you said Peru. And couscous comes from Algeria. Phil, you said Peru. And David, you said India. (laughs) So, with one point... No, 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 you, you no. stand victorious. This no, is, this no. is the best thing I've heard no. of in weeks. God, no, I, I, I hate this. I, I've done I'm so sorry, nothing Huffman. to deserve this, but yet I, I stand really, victorious over David Sampson. You both performed atrociously, <laughs> but uh, I'm so sorry I failed you, Hoffman. My mission here was just to destroy him, and I have failed you completely. David, how does it feel for the one and only time that you've ever come on on powwow, and after being such a loyal listener that you've come on here and failed miserably and horrendously, <laughs> and one in which I will Phil, not take Phil, a. Phil, sing- you're going to cost us a listener here. I know. See, here, here's the thing. Okay, every single time I've listened to this thing, I've listened to the games. I've always to myself man i would have gotten that all that right man i would oh my gosh like that's so easy and then like i do it and like i came over here i thought you know what this is my chance to destroy philip for everything that he stands for and is worth and yet here i am holding myself and my tiger blankets crying myself to sleep i'm so sorry hoffman well, this is devastating at least we know you weren't cheating there, uh, <laughs> David, you weren't Googling anything. You know, last week we had a five for five performance. This week, in, in true Thanos fashion, bringing balance to the force, David Sampson <laughs> righted the ship by having a zero out of five performance. Rarely, if never seen. God bless you, David Sampson. Oh, God. Oh. All right, my oh, turn to do the game. We have the two Davids. Facing each other head to head, I too have a tiebreaker and I too have a matching game. So bust out your pens and your pads and your papers Mm -hmm. and all of your P words that you may or may not think of when talking about two fine gentlemen such as yourselves. Here we go. My game is of celebrity friendships. Now, now Mm. there may be there may be certain people who fall into categories of friendships, but there's only one true way, like a true puzzle that fits all these people into the appropriate slot of friendships. So your task is to find out, obviously there's only some that have one lane of friendship, so they can only be the ones between the two. And then there are some that you could see as multiple friends or they are friends with others. It's just a matter of, are they the appropriate one-to-one for these two, are you both Davids ready? Yes. Uh, yes. All right, Davids. I think we're both really uneasily saying yes. That I, was very complicated, but go I, on. I love it. I try to overcomplicate it before I make it real simple. Here we go. The first one on your left side will be Clay Aiken. Next one is 50 Cent. Next one would be Justin Timberlake. Next one would be Leonardo DiCaprio. 
And the last one to round out our list will be Matthew McConaughey on the left side. Again, that's Clay Aiken, 50 Cent, Justin Timberlake, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Matthew McConaughey. That's all for our left side. Are either one of you missing any of those five? Nope. No. All right. I mean, I'm not even going to try to tell myself that I know how to spell McConaughey under pressure, but... Uh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he's the only Matthew on the board. And again, these are listed out al- alphabetically on the left and right side, just so you are aware of that. Next one on the right side, we've got Guy Fieri, Jimmy Fallon, Meryl Streep, Toby Maguire, and Tyra Banks. Again, that's Guy Fieri, Jimmy Fallon, Meryl Streep, Toby Maguire, and Tyra Banks. One more time, Tyra Banks. We were all counting on you. All right, first of all, we're going to go with David. Go ahead and give us the answer. Just kidding. All right. Uh, <laughs> You're so thank you. funny. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. All right, Samson, we are going to go with you first. Who is Clay Aiken to be friends with? Obviously, Jimmy Fallon. All right. He says Jimmy Fallon. Hoffman, who do you say for Clay? Uh, I'm going to say that Clay Aiken... Just I'm thinking that uh, E vibe, like the channel E. Um, Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks. We move along to the next one. 50 Cent. Hoffman. Who is 50 Cent trying to be friends with? Uh, two quarters. Uh, I, through process of elimination, I think I'm going to go with Guy Fieri. Okay. David Sampson. Where are we on 50 Cent? That's crazy. I think it's also Guy Fieri, too. Hey, you're either both Whoa. right or both wrong. Either How way. Amazing. We move along. David Sampson, who mm. is friends with Justin Timberlake. Oh, that's Tyra Banks. I see. All the way. And David Hoffman. I'm going to confidently say Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, you might be right, actually. Now I think about it. Oh, well. And David Sampson. We move along to Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, Toby Maguire. That should be me first. Both the sure. Spider-Mans. Well, both of them were up right, but... So we go to you, Hoffman. I apologize. I skipped you. It's okay. But it's okay. Leo... It doesn't really matter at this point. It really doesn't. Uh, Leo, I'm going to agree. Leo and Toby Maguire. Again, once again, you guys find yourself on the same side of it. And we will start with Hoffman since I skipped him last time, and we will end with him. Oh. Hoffman... Who is friends with Matthew McConaughey, blah, 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 or however you spelled it, in uh, in a haste? Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I did. I said Matt, and then Muck, and then a scribble. Matt uh, And McBain. I'm going to say Matt, Matt scribble is friends with Meryl Streep. Okay, and David Sampson. I agree. Matthew McConaughey and Meryl Streep. Merle Street. All right. I will get away with the first one. You both were correct. Sniffing out Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire's bromance. So you both start off with a point. But from here. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the the um, what's it called? The Great Gatsby friendship. Yeah, it was. the mm-hmm. Well, apparently, from what I had found in my research, they were both up for an audition in their earlier years. And that's where the friendship came to be. Uh, for Spider-Man. For Spider-Man, according to David Sampson. That is that could be. You trust this source. I don't one bit. But they were in an earlier audition. <laughs> All right, we move along okay. to uh, Clay Aiken. And 
And David Sampson, you got that wrong. David Hoffman didn't. He, uh, Clay Aiken is indeed friends with Tyra Banks, so kudos to you, Gosh. Hoffman, for that one. Uh, we move along to 50 Cent. And 50 Cent, you both got incorrect. 50 Cent is indeed friends with Meryl Streep. What? I would not have yes. called that, but that's a that's yes. There are multiple cool. pictures of them uh, laughing, holding hands uh, in in uh, courtside for for basketball games. They're they're pictured outside. They're very very friendly. So Fifty Cent and Meryl Streep, the friendship we never knew that we wanted. Next, confidently. David Hoffman went Justin Timberlake, Jimmy Fallon, and he was rewarded with that friendship. <sighs> so a two to one lead Hoffman resides over David Sampson and three right, actually. Yes, three right. Excuse me. You are correct. And uh, let's see who is left. Matthew. Oh, no. we. I think we've done it right. Clay. No, Matthew McConaughey and uh, Guy Fieri by processes of elimination. Yes, it is. Matthew McConaughey and Guy Which Fieri. Which makes a lot of sense now that I'm thinking about it. Yes, it's now the it's I'm the friendship it. that the chemistry fits once you actually pair them together. But beforehand, who the heck knows? So, all in all, David Sampson, it's been a successful game for you to not show up and only get one <laughs> point, while Hoffman gets three. So, we have both won. You have turned our luck around. Uh, both of us have come off of a losing week, and now we both get a skipping stone next week, thanks in courtesy to David Sampson. I'm just here to support you guys. <laughs> you know, I want you guys all to do well. You know, that's just what I'm here for, of course. <laughs> I am curious. Uh, My tiebreaker was epic. Uh, it was so was mine. Mine was fun. Mine oh, was fun. how sad. How sad. I'm sure we'll hear uh, it next week. What? Yes. Well, uh, for mine, I, mine it always expires. David Hoffman brings his along, kicking the can down the road. I mean, mine has no uh, discernible theme, so so I, I'll say it's a good one. So I'll save it for when it's needed. Yeah, save it for for a guest with without tiger print uh, on their person right now. But mine isn't. I'm curious <laughs> because this one's quick. Uh, I've been taking notes as per how many times. The, a we have said the word David on this podcast thus far. So excluding that last mention, Samson, what is the number that I have marked down on my little sheet of how Ooh. many times the word David has been mentioned? Besides Wait, those last in the game times? section or in the oh no, just episode. in the game section. Just in the game section. Okay. Oh. Hmm. I'd ooh. I'd say I've tried to pepper it in quite a, quite a fair amount of times. 14 times. 14, Hoffman. Oh, I'm going to go 22. Hoffman is far closer. We are at 29 at current count, and I probably missed one or two, but it is 29 is what I have indicated. I'm just a loser everywhere. Gosh. (laughs) Hoffman would have won regardless of everything. Well, either way, regardless, we'd like to thank one of our biggest listeners and my best friend who I very much appreciate and enjoy our friendship, David Sampson. Uh, with no ounce of comedic effect, thank you so much for coming on the show. I know, I know, I know, I swear, I know I, it sounds like I'm setting you up for a punchline, but I really do appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you for being my friend. Is there anything you would like to plug at this time, David Sampson? I mean, follow me on Instagram uh, at save it. And that's underscore. all the time we have for it. Oh, thank God. you so much. 
no, I'm so sorry. I, I apologize. Continue your, your handle. Uh, it's uh, Savid underscore Damson. Basically switching the D and the S from my so first and last name. Clever. Thank you. Thank you. So it's, I, I, I'm so proud of it. Uh, yeah, follow me. Hit me up. You know, I could see Leonardo Leicaprio doing something similar. <laughs> How about Cheryl Mertarip? All no. right, okay. and we move along. <laughs> that really is all we have time for. Uh, thank you, David, for uh, jokes aside, also being my friend. We haven't known each other as long, but uh, we are very good friends, and I appreciate you coming on, and we'll have to have you on in the distant future once we've uh, <laughs> cleansed our systems. Yeah. Uh, I, I understand. I understand. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> and now to the scores. With that intriguing game, we both come out with wins, upping my record to a 8-15 and 15 overall record with David Hoffman getting to a 10-13 and 13 record himself. Oh! No! <laughs> you have to stop. I really do. This will this will be the last time. I'm so sorry to everybody listening. This is this is got to be getting on everybody else's nerves. It's getting on my skin, obviously, as I slap myself for that slaps. Jesus. I'm willing to do it all for this episode. I, it's been a week, and I am feeling the ill effects of it. That slaps, of course, where we go and we bring forth the highest quality entertainment that we have found that week that pertains to the topic and really anything in between. David, I want to go first since mine is not a song. It is not a song. Yes. No. I'm going to be going to the Suicide Squad. I thought that it was a good friendship thing, and it came out recently. I saw it in theaters this week. Not the first one, of course. This is the or the Suicide Squad. Surprised the poop yeah, out the, of me. So it's like a soft reboot, apparently. Yeah, yeah right? it's very soft, like very a very flaccid reboot. It it makes Does it kind of like reset the 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 original story or does it at all follow along no from it? it it really does it it's a soft reboot uh, but it's a sequel because it does directly go after the events of the first one with a lot of the same characters does it tie into birds of prey in, you don't need to, which i never saw yeah you you <laughs> you don't need to have seen that in order to be it just continued harley's story so that's about it gotcha gotcha all right, I did bring a song, and uh, as as per my my uh, mo, it has absolutely nothing to do with the um, with the main topic. It is just something that I have been absolutely jamming to this week. It is called "Still Feel" by Half Alive, and oh, it slaps, man! And this is the second week in a row, Phil. I want you to listen to this song. I'm Uncle Sam right now, and I'm pointing at Phil. And I'm saying I want you to listen to Still Feel by Half Alive. Did you listen to the one from last I week? I didn't. You know what? I was editing it and I, I took note of it. I, I, I've got it somewhere. I'm going to need to right. go back. Well, now you have two songs to listen to. It's going to take you all the grand total of like seven minutes, eight oh, minutes. I don't know. so much. Still Feel by Half Alive. It slaps. And there we go. Somebody sign up on from me. <laughs> Oh, shut up. From, from the bottom of something, Phil has 
just <laughs> smoked some unearthly thing and is yeah and uh, we apologize to you the listener this Hopefully week it wasn't too annoying and, of an uh, and all the while we 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 thank you for for tuning in uh we have some thank yous to throw out we'd like to thank Cass and crossland and to jake corlang for the beautiful sounds the beautiful music musical interludes intro and outro music that you hear every single week thank you guys we'd like to thank tara amsitz for her wonderful graphic design work thank you tara and of course we'd like to thank josh haunts as well for some of the wonderful musical interludes you find in between a lot of our segments and i'd like to personally thank you david for still being my friend even after this podcast (laughs) (laughs) oh it's a pleasure always most of the time Anyway, find us on Instagram at powwow underscore podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Google Google Podcasts, English, and iHeartRadio even. Just not Pandora, because, Phil, what do we say to Pandora? Screw you, Pandora. Screw you, Pandora. So, tell your friends to check out Pow Wow Podcast, and we'll see you next week. Oh no! Look out, it's a bear! (laughs) 